Couldn't help think with all this salt all around me. When Maria first turned on the radio dial, she heard AWR. The message was, ye are the salt of the earth. It changed her life. Stay tuned and find out how. As we zigzag through Israel, we begin to discover that much of the land is little more than barren desert. The question arises, what happened to Canaan, the land flowing with milk and honey? Where are the grape clusters so big that it took two men to carry them? Where would a lion like the one Samson killed find food enough to survive today? Or how about the bear David killed? This seems to suggest a land almost tropical in nature. This is not that land. I asked this very question of biblical scholars and their answers were interesting, but there was no solid consensus to my questioning. One fact is sure, we found no lions, bears, or gigantic grapes. The Dead Sea, as it is known today, has had several names throughout history. The Salt Sea, the Sea of Sodom, the Sea of Lot, the Sea of Asphalt, and the Stinking Sea. Some of the Crusaders called it the Devil's Sea. I'm here at the Dead Sea, 1,350 feet below sea level. If you don't count everything under the ocean, this is the lowest place on planet Earth. It's actually dead, completely dead. They used to call it in Numbers chapter 34, the Salt Sea. Maria and Ludmila, thank you for joining us today. So both of you ladies grew up in communism, is that correct? Yes. Yes. Can you share a little bit with me of what living in communism or living under communism was like? Of course. It was a good life. We were atheists and we didn't know or hear about any God. I didn't believe in Christ, but my whole life I did wish I could purchase a Bible, but there was nowhere to get one. How many years did you live before you found Jesus Christ? Not very long, of course. My neighbor Lyudmila asked me to attend church with her. After a few days, I ended up going to church with her. My son was an alcoholic at the time, so she offered to pray, and we did. And now my son doesn't even notice alcohol, and now I praise God, the one and only God. Just through the power of prayer, he quit alcohol. Only God could have done this. I took him to so many meetings, nothing worked for him, but Christ changed his life. 
Maria, why did you go to her home and tell her that God could help her son? Знаете, я уже в церкви была давно. Я закончила библейские курсы еще в девяносто первом году, еще у нас церкви. I was attending church for a while. I finished my Bible courses in 1991. Можно уроки взять там это. Ну мне я Later, I heard about Voice of Hope and that they offer Bible courses. So I decided to write to them. Later, they sent me a book about the Bible and they asked for a small fee. Of course, I sent the money right away. Later, that same year, I received my assignment. I was extremely happy to have received them. In 1992, I finished them and was offered to attend a meeting for the graduates. Why did you ever think that Jesus could heal an alcoholic? You know, I always believed that not only alcoholic problems, but many more problems. He didn't only have drinking problems, he had problems with the neighbors, love suit, and other problems. And I told her to pray, and ten days later, things have calmed down. Ну, я не знаю, сколько, может, неделю, а может, дней десять молились. Вы знаете, прекратились суды. It was crazy because they were being charged, but in the end they received the money. И еще, им дали еще и денег за это. Их судили, им дали денег. Because the shore of the Dead Sea is the lowest point on earth, there is no place for the water to flow. Here it sits and evaporates at a rate of about 7 million tons of water a day, causing the salt content to increase. The salinity of the water ranges from 26 to 35 percent. There isn't even much water flowing in now because the Jordanian government is taking all the water to irrigate above. Matter of fact, many of these areas are drying up and would already be dry had they not channeled some areas to continually feed water to the area. Apparently Sodom and Gomorrah are located somewhere here in the area below the, the water line at this point. It's interesting to note that during that time in Sodom and Gomorrah when Abraham's nephew was called by the angels out of Sodom, the wife came and the instructions of the angels were, do not look back, do not look back. But she couldn't help it, her heart was still in Sodom. She turned and she became a pillar of salt rather fitting for the Dead Sea because it is so full of salt. The Dead Sea is not a prominent part of biblical times like the Sea of Galilee to the north. Its most important role was as a barrier, blocking traffic to Judah from the east. As you can see, AWR is frontline mission radio. Our first priority is to travel where missionaries cannot go. 
We broadcast thousands of hours each day in 70 major languages of the world. AWR has the capability and capacity of blanketing almost 80% of the world's population. Not only do we broadcast via shortwave radio, but our signal is on over 1,000 FM and AM stations around the world as well. Our podcast subscribers, internet users, satellite downlinks are growing rapidly, evidenced by the 100,000 plus emails, letters, and phone calls we receive each and every year. Yes, AWR is your mission radio. No walls and no borders. For AWR, that means change lives and change hearts around the world because God is using the airwaves of AWR to reach people everywhere. Just a little ways from the Dead Sea here on the northwestern shore, right behind me is Qumran. The area where two young men had their sheep in 1947, as they're watching them, they're throwing rocks here and there, and all of a sudden they throw them in a little cave and they hear a sound. They discovered pottery jars, and in those pottery jars were scrolls. The greatest discovery was they found most of the book of Isaiah. What a phenomenal discovery right here in the caves. Between 66 and 70 AD, Judah was in revolt. Rome had occupied Israel since 63 BC, and throughout the years, the Roman procurators collected taxes for the Roman Empire and kept any tax gathered above the quota set by Rome. Around the time of the birth of Jesus, a new group arose among the Jews called the Essenes. All indications are that they were a very zealous group of political extremists. It is thought that they were a branch of the Pharisees who conformed to the most rigid rules of Levitical purity. Eventually, a group of Essenes gathered in Qumran where they lived a very strict and pious life. Some in the group were scribes making copies of scriptures. Why do you believe in the power of prayer? Many people go to church, but they don't really believe in, in the power of prayer that much. Why do you believe? Вы знаете, столько мне Господь отвечал, я так верю Ему, я даже вот... You know, God has answered to so much in my life. I trust Him. A lot of people were saying that this isn't the right religion, and I told me I believe in the wrong God. You know, I was sitting and debating on this subject. I pray and ask God to quiet me in the right direction and to provide me with the Bible. I heard his voice. He said, you believe is true, and the Bible shall be yours. I believed that voice. I knew I believed in the right God, and I knew I would hold the word of God's Son. We had a game kind of like a lottery where we wrote our name on a piece of paper. 
about 20 minutes after I prayed. Вы знаете, я тогда уверена так стала, что действительно моя Библия будет, и что церковь истинная. И еще минут 20 разыгрывали, разыгрывали, этих талончиков там еще много, и вдруг... They picked my name and said, here is a Bible. Keep this Bible and let it stand out from the rest of your books. Тысячи книг библиотека, а это не будет, это не библиотека. Вот это одна будет книга, это будет библиотека. Я уже сидела, я уже точно знала, что это будет моя книга. И вдруг ребятишечки крутят, вынимают и подают Анатолию Андреевичу и фамилиям Волобоева Мария Петровна. Вы знаете, And это меня поразило. Смотрели, может, я не знаю, кто что думал, но я очень плакала. Муж на меня, мол, ты вот ходишь там, ну ладно. Jesus would walk through an entire village and he would heal everyone in the village. You took that story, you took those statements and you brought them to your neighbor. That's what's so exciting. Да. Yes. Вы знаете, мне... You know, before I got baptized, my husband was against it. So I decided to explain the miracle that had just happened. And he then later said, this is your business, do as you wish, get baptized and go to your church. I have enough miracles to write a book. During the revolt of 66 to 70 AD, the Essenes hid many of the scrolls in the caves of Qumran in an attempt to preserve them from the Romans. The views from this cave here in Qumran are absolutely spectacular. I can look all the way out over the Dead Sea. We're basically located here on the northwestern shore. This is the site of the area of one of the most exciting biblical discoveries of all times in 1947. The story goes here in Israel that some young boys were playing in the area as they tended their sheep. They started climbing up the hills here into the caves, but they noticed that one of the sheep was missing. So they began their search for this one lost sheep. They continued the search cave after cave, and finally they thought they heard something in one area. They threw a rock down into that area, and they listened. Soon they could hear their little sheep as they went to retrieve him. They discovered pottery jars, and in those jars were some scrolls. They took out the scrolls. They headed to Jerusalem. They found an antiquities dealer. There they traded in the scroll for a few shekels, but the antiquity dealers, thinking that they weren't anything special, that they were just another forgery, threw it aside. Sometime later, there was an archaeologist that came through, and he found this old dust-covered area in the corner the scroll, one of the Isaiah scrolls. He began looking at it. It was indeed a discovery of all times because most of the book of Isaiah was there. They came and they discovered so many more scrolls that validated God's word from thousands of years ago. There is some evidence that some of the Essenes may have been among the zealots who took refuge at Masada. Right about here, the highest point of Masada, Herod's palace. He built this palace in about B.C. 37. He lived here on and off until B.C. 4. 
check out these views. I mean, it's all desert, but it's beautiful. And these were the views from Herod's palace. One of the favorite things people like about AWR is its stories. We have stories from all over the world. Some of them involve danger. Many of them involve miracles of God, but certainly all of them involve the miracle of changed lives. I've written a little book of some of the favorite stories in the face of death. Another, radios given by angels, coming to Christ in a Muslim country. These and many other stories it's simple. Just log on to www.awr.org storybook and you can download your free PDF version of stories from places where missionaries cannot go. Do it now so you and your family can immediately enjoy these incredible testimonies of changed lives from around the world. So don't wait. Log on now to www.awr.org storybook. After Rome destroyed Jerusalem and the Second Temple in 70 AD, the Great Revolt ended, except for the surviving zealots who fled Jerusalem to the fortress of Masada. Masada has found its way into the history books as perhaps one of the greatest struggles in all of human times over freedom or slavery. Eliezer Benyar and his band of 960 men, women, children came up to this fortress this area that had been established by Herod many years before and withstood the Roman legions, an onslaught for so long of time. But finally, when it looked like defeat was right at their doors, they took each other's life because they would rather go in death by each other's hands than slavery to the Romans. What a time, what a people. You told me you first found Jesus Christ you were tuning to the radio dial to AWR, I guess, and you found the gospel message. Ну, я утром на кухне готовила, и по радио это была передача, проповедь. It was early, and I was cooking in the kitchen, heard the radio, and over the radio it mentioned that I was eligible to receive a free book that contains Bible stories. So I wrote them a letter, and I received their book, and later, they offer Bible studies, so that's when I start the Bible courses. I remember what they said on that day. They said that salt preserved things and likewise Christians should act like salt and preserve this world from rotting away because of sin. So hearing Jesus say, ye are the salt of the earth, that changed your life. I always listened to sermons, but this just kept me going, and I always wanted to learn more about Christ. These sermons touched my heart, and I decided that I wanted to be a part of this church. At AWR, we like to say we're making waves, radio waves that travel out and touch hearts like your heart, your life, and then you in turn continue to make waves as you share with your neighbors and friends, bringing them too to Jesus Christ. 
всем людям ходила, говорила, здесь вот в церкви в нашей многие, я это от голоса надежды. And I went around talking to everyone about Voice of Hope. А последний урок каждый, кто закончил этот библейский курс с нашей церкви, человек. I tried to pass, and over 30 people passed this class for sure. I'm now leading a Bible class, and 72 people passed my class. Thank the Lord. Praise the Lord. So if we had time, we'd have all kinds of stories, wouldn't we? I have a lot of experiences. So you witnessed to Ludmila, and Ludmila, you're right here with us today. You saw the power of Jesus Christ change your son from an alcoholic, and then he stopped a neighbor who had a lawsuit against you. Please tell me more. I really trust him, and now I can't wait for Saturday. I finished the Bible classes in two weeks, and right away decide to get baptized. God helped me with everything, and I mean everything. I was always in debt, and then they told me to donate to the church, and I was shocked because I didn't have enough for myself. But as soon as I started giving, I started having extra money. So you continued experiencing the blessings of God? Yes, I believe in Christ, and He helps me out a lot, a lot. These 960 zealots held out against Rome's 10th legion for three years. The actual number of the Romans who joined in the battle varies greatly among historical sources, but regardless of the final count, the zealots withstood the might of Rome. The zealots had been fighting a guerrilla war against Rome since the year 6 AD, and Rome was determined to break this small group of defiant Jews. Here on the mountaintop of Masada, the Jewish people thought it was an impregnable fortress. They were actually zealots because they wanted to fight against the Roman government, the tyranny, the slavery of the Roman government. Down right behind me, you can see some of the Roman encampments. Could have been 20,000 Roman soldiers surrounding this area. They began building this ramp with all of the slaves that they brought along. The zealots began casting down stones and fire, boiling oil. I would imagine today if they excavated this area, they may find a lot of bones. Who knows what else? In the foreground over there, you see a theater or amphitheater. That area is used by the Israeli soldiers today. They come here to swear their allegiance to Israel. They come here because this is meaningful to them, to fight for what they believe in, to fight for their country, to fight for honor, as the people of Masada did. Maria and Ludmila in our story today were neighbors. The power of answered prayer was, was an important factor in their coming to God in both of their situations. Maria became a Christian first. She heard the Voice of Hope radio broadcast and she studied the Bible course. But then she attended an evangelistic series and at that meeting the pastor had two Bibles to give away. Her big concern in attending those meetings was to find the church that was true to the Bible. Well, you heard the story. Her name was drawn, she received the Bible, and what a confirmation that was for her heart. Ludmilla also experienced answered prayer. 
She prayed earnestly with Maria for her son, who was caught in the trap of alcoholism. And after praying earnestly for some time, he was delivered. Then she had a problem with her neighbor, and that also was solved as a result of answered prayer. The thing that I like about their stories, Maria told us that the very first AWR program that she heard back in 1991 was on the subject of salt. You are the salt of the earth, the pastor preached. And from her thinking, she began to focus on the preservation qualities of salt. I'm standing here by the Dead Sea. And you can see all the salt that is here. Yes, we need to be the salt of the earth, but not all concentrated together like this. In order for salt to be effective, it needs to be spread out and used and mixed. And in this case, we need to mix among the people of the world. That's what AWR is doing through its ministry. You can help AWR sprinkle the salt of God's Word around the world. From Russia to the Dead Sea, no matter where you are, the waves of AWR can reach. I hope you'll partner with us in reaching people for Jesus Christ. Give us a call right now, 1-866-503-3531. Or you can write us at 12501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904. Or you can log on to our website at www.awr.org. Thank you for watching, and please join us again for another exciting gospel adventure, because around the world, AWR is making waves.